everyone. Welcome to our Census Podcast. My name is Nancy Aguilar. I'm with the Washington State Commission on Hispanic Affairs. And we have with us Luis Gomez Ventura with the U.S. Census Bureau. Hi, Luis. Hey, Nancy. Um, so today we're going to be uh, going over um, the national response rate, state, county. We're going to be going um, over some updates that Luis is sharing with us. You know, it's it's great to be back and it's been a couple of weeks uh, that we've been able to do an update. Um, and so we have quite a few exciting updates uh, that are happening within the census. Uh, first and foremost, um, taking a look at some of the national response rates as of 6-21-2020, uh, the national response rate um, for the census completion is 61.6%, which um, I am happy to announce that we only have 38.4% um, of uh, uh, response rates left uh, before the end of the census, which is exciting, exciting news. Great indicators that um, community is responding to census, even though there has, there has been a lot of challenges in these past few um, months. But we continue to move forward and we continue to strive and do what we can. And taking the census has never been easier. Uh, we could do it online, over the phone. You could mail it in. Okay, Lise, how about we go over the state response rate? Okay, yeah, let's take a look at the states. Uh, within the states, we have a lot of great uh, stuff happening. Um, so Minnesota still, um, as of 621-2020, Minnesota still has the lead with uh, 71.2% uh, response rate uh, uh, thus far, uh, followed by Wisconsin at 68.7, Michigan uh, right behind with 67.9, Iowa and Nebraska are currently fighting for fourth place. They are currently tied at 67, 67.8%. Um, and Washington uh, remains in the sixth spot uh, with 67.0. So um, we are uh, technically, we are uh, here in Washington, uh, 5% above the national response rate, which is amazing. It's really amazing to, to see our state being number six. We're still continuing to move forward, probably not as fast as we were in the beginning of the census, but we're still growing and, and making sure that our community gets counted. So that's awesome. Let's move to the uh, response rate for the top five Spanish-speaking uh, counties in the state of Washington. What do you have for us, Lise? I think I mentioned uh, back when we last spoke that these uh, uh, Spanish-speaking counties have a high population of individuals that fall under the, the uh, uh, update leave. And so many of them had not received um, their uh, census invitations since we last spoke, but that has, um, as I will be providing a bit more information later on in the update, update leave has uh, has been going underway, so um, which has been great for some of the percentages for these counties. Uh, so let me start um, with uh, Franklin County, uh, which is at 62.4%, followed by Yakima County, which is at 61.2%, uh, Douglas County at 58.5%, Grant County at 51.5%, and Adams County, which is at 50.5%. So all of these five counties are above 50% response rate, which is amazing. We still have a lot of work to do, uh, but just seeing them being above the 50% mark um, is a great indicator, um, as you mentioned before, that the community is coming together and is uh, responding to census. These are amazing numbers. Um, super exciting and, and reason to celebrate that we that all of these five counties are over that 50% mark. And there's still a lot of work that um, community organizations and community leaders are doing out in these areas to continue to expand and raise awareness uh, for census messaging. For example, in Yakima, we just finished um, printing 
uh, several banners um, that are going to be going up in different areas in Yakima in Spanish. Again, there's other work going, being done in, in, in different areas, but I just wanted to share a little bit of, of some of the current um, activities that are, are starting to roll out here in Yakima. Um, do you have any, any other thoughts uh, for this category, Lisa? No, I think uh, I think the community organizations and the uh, CCCs and these areas are doing a great job. Awesome, awesome. Very excited to continue to witness how um, these percentages keep growing. And now um, we're, we're, I know we're going to be moving on to even better news, which is super exciting. How about you let us know how many counties and, and which counties have suppressed the 2010 response rate. Okay, so this is uh, this is exciting information, and I feel like it's a bit of a it's a bit of a brag, but I think it's a it's a good brag because um, these counties have been putting in hard work, and not to say the other counties haven't, but uh, um, being at uh, being able having the capacity to surpass the 2010 response rate basically um, sort of shows the ability for those counties to come together, work with their communities to ensure that everybody gets counted and nobody gets left behind. So thus far we have Jefferson, Kitsap Island, Thurston, Clark, Clayalum, Wacom, Cowlitz, King, Snohomish, Mason, Piers, Lewis, Grace Harbor, and San Juan that have all uh, surpassed their 2010 response rate, which is amazing and good for those uh, for all those counties. So excited to see several counties um, reach their 2010 response rate. Uh, it really does speak to the type of engagement that community members are are exhibiting right now, which is which is super exciting, right? The next uh, piece of information that we will be sharing with all our listeners are um, our areas of concern, or what I like to think of uh, areas of opportunity. Um, it's not going to be news if you are a listener um you already know that uh we've spoken of these different areas before um so we uh walk us through i think uh, uh one of the main points um as i shared earlier with the uh top five spanish-speaking counties uh some of these uh counties that have low response rates uh which uh, we're calling areas of uh, improvements uh um are also a part of the update leave. So a lot of them, uh, they their percentages have been going up um, in the last couple of weeks as uh, more people are receiving invitations to complete the census. Um, I think one of the biggest ones that I have to commend is Okanagan County. Um, Okanagan County currently has a percentage of 37.1, um, which is still you know, on the low end, but they have been doing a lot of great work over there. The, a lot of the community partners have come together to ensure that everybody gets counted there. And so, um, as I mentioned, a lot, of, a lot of that has to do with uh, um, the invitations for people to complete the census. So um, I foresee some of these percentages going up in the next couple of weeks, but um, we have Okanagan County at 37.1, followed by Pacific County, which is at 35.7, and Ferry County, which is at 35.4. So we still have a lot of work to do there, um, but surely, but slowly, we're we're moving. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Let's see, um, let's see how how much improvement um, these response rates a show in the next few weeks and like I said there's still uh, a lot of planning and, and conversation going on right now with community leaders and organizations uh, specifically in these different in these rural areas uh, we know that not all type of outreach is as effective 
as honestly face-to-face or community events. And we know that because of COVID-19, um, those type of activities were restricted and we were not able to engage in that very specific type of outreach. Uh, so as we move forward and um, and uh, regulations are starting to ease, uh, hopefully we can start planning uh, for those type of events or we, or we can count on, on uh, seeing more of those events uh, roll out and, and help push the self-response rate to a higher level. Uh, Luis, do you have any, any other thoughts? No, no, that's great. Um, I'm excited to move up, move into some of the uh, some of the other updates uh, because uh, I think a lot of these updates uh, go hand in hand with ensuring that some of these response rates increase. And so we have some great and exciting uh, news in terms of uh, some of the field operations uh, working um, in partnership with uh, federal, uh, state, and local uh, regulations. And so I'm I'm excited to be able to share some of that with you um, because I think this is definitely going to help us as we. Uh, um, continue to move through the phases of, uh, of uh, the COVID-19 um, uh, closures to be able to open up a little bit more and be able to uh, reach out to more people. Okay, so uh, the first thing that I've been talking a lot about is update leave. Um, and so I, I think this is one of the important ones, as I had mentioned, a lot of the counties with uh, that um, may potentially have low response rates um, fall under this update leave uh, initiative. And so um, a lot of people have just been waiting for uh, have been waiting to receive um, um, invitations to complete the census. So as of uh, 6 18, 2020, uh, census workers have completed 96% of the 2020 census update leave uh, operations, uh, where 2020 census initiative and invitations and paper questionnaires are delivered to households in certain, often rural, as I mentioned, uh, areas across the county. Uh, in these areas, most households generally do not receive mail at their homes, so census workers drop off census materials in person. Uh, when the operation is completed, nearly every household nationwide will, will have received an invitation to part participate in the 2020 census, either by mail or from a census worker. Uh, currently, nearly uh, four out of 10 households have yet to respond to the 2020 census, uh, which is why the Census Bureau urges, urges uh, every household to complete it as soon as possible online, by phone or by mail. Uh, households that do not respond to the invitation will be visited by census taker during the non-response follow-up operation, which I will be sp uh, speaking about in, in uh, one of the uh, next follow-ups. Um, your response shapes decisions about how public funds are spent for schools, fire and emergency services, and, and health care for your community. Uh, results from the 2020 census uh, also determine how many seats uh, each uh, state receives in Congress and provides data for redrawing legislative districts. Uh, if your household, household has yet to receive an invitation in the mail or at your door, please respond online at 2020census.gov or by phone at 844-330-2020. Again, that's 844-330-2020. It only takes 10 minutes, it's 10 questions. It's super important that we make our children count. Um, if we do have children, take the census, it's it's once every 10 years, and uh, it's going to be determining funding for your neighborhood, for schools, for, um, for lunches, for medical services, roads, community centers, parks. If you guys have any questions, like always, um, feel free to send us an email. We are more than happy to, to answer your questions. And if we don't know the answers, we'll make sure to um, find someone who, who can answer the questions. Um, 
Do you have any other thoughts for us, Luis? You know, uh, as I mentioned, uh, um, as part of the update, that uh, nearly four out of ten households have yet to respond. So um, we just have to continue encouraging um, uh, our communities to respond. Uh, I'm excited to uh, now provide an update on the, the uh, non-response follow-up. Great. Sounds good. Let's hear it. All right. So um, the Census Bureau um, will begin a soft launch of the non-response follow-up. Uh, the Census Bureau routinely uh, soft launches operations to ensure systems, operations, and field plans uh, work as they should starting mid-July. Six area censuses, ACOs, uh, one person, one per census region, um, which will be one um, as part of the LA, RCC, uh, LA region, which we fall under, uh, will begin the operation to uh, of interviewing households that have yet to respond to the 2020 census. The six AC, uh, ACOs, uh, uh, area uh, census offices, will be announced by the end of June. So we'll definitely know which uh, um, area census office within our region is going to be uh, conducting the uh, non-response follow-up. Additional ACOs will be announced for the second wave, wave soft launch that occurs uh, later in July. So um, it's great that we're going to be doing these uh, uh, updates, uh, Nancy, because I should be able to uh, kind of provide those the names of those ACOs and those areas where people can uh, can expect to be um, be a part of the non-response follow-up. Uh, aside from the ACOs that are part of the soft launch, all remaining ACOs will begin the non-response follow-up uh, August 11th and conclude no later than October 31st. So by August 11th, we should expect that uh, the non-response follow-up will be in full effect um, all the way until October 31st. Um, all census takers will be trained on social distancing protocols. Uh, they will be issued PPE and will follow local guidelines uh, for their use. I guess just one last thing that I wanted to share. Um, uh, whenever I'm out in the community or I'm talking to community partners or uh, the general public regarding non-response follow-up, uh, you know, many people just don't feel comfortable with having um, a stranger, even if it is a census employee, coming to their household and knocking, uh, collecting uh, information from them. And so one of the greatest things about uh, the 2020 census is that we have the opportunity to be able to respond to the census online. Um, online or, or on the phone or uh, on uh, via mail. And so, um, uh, although it's expected that by August 11th, the, the full force of the non-response follow will, will be going on, I highly encourage everybody to uh, respond to the census um, uh, online on the phone or via mail if they don't feel comfortable with having uh, somebody coming and knocking on their door. Completely understand how that can be a little bit uncomfortable. And so, um, like I said, I always encourage people that don't want somebody coming to knock on the door just to, to complete the census beforehand. Um, you know, some people just don't feel comfortable with that. Um, they might have no trespassing signs or, or they just uh, um, may be living by themselves or whatever the case may be. And so, um, the non follow-up is, is a great way to ensure that we get everybody counted uh, who has yet to respond. Um, but those uh, that have the opportunity the ability to respond to the census before uh, before non-response follow-up starts, um, I highly encourage them to do so. If you guys do not feel comfortable with a census taker knocking on your door and um, asking why you haven't completed the census, make sure that you hop online and get it done. Call, it, uh, call in to take it over the phone or just uh, send in your paper form. Um, thank you for all that information, Luis. Um, yeah, we have uh, we have a few more updates. Uh, so let's move on to 
um, transitory locations. So uh, this update was shared with us on 6-12-2020. Uh, so the between September 3rd and September 28th, since stakers will be will count people staying uh, at campgrounds, RVs, parks, marinas, hotels that they do not usually live elsewhere. Uh, this operation, known as enumeration of transitory locations, was pre previously scheduled between April 9th and May 4th. Thank you, Luis. I have a question about this one. I know that this is a topic of conversation with a lot of um, my partners, the community partners and state agencies that I work with uh, for census outreach. Will we be receiving more information about this? Yeah, we definitely will. Um, the uh, This particular phase of the census was set to begin um, very near uh, um, the lockdown uh, when everything started with COVID-19. So a lot of the, the dates for this obviously have changed and have changed as well. A lot of dates of a lot of other phases. Uh, but this one in particular, um, we shall be receiving more information in the upcoming weeks, uh, if not in the next couple of months. Um, and I will be sure to include these updates as part of uh, the our uh, census up update that we do. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. All right, Nancy, um, we're going to move um, over to some updates regarding the Community Partnership Engagement Program, which is CPEP. Uh, just so you know, um, I myself and all of my colleagues uh, that work with uh, uh, the Census as part of Partnership Specialists are part of CPEP. So this is an update regarding my, my specific role and uh, so some of the outreach that we do. Um, so the Census Bureau's Community Partnership Engagement Program, CPIP, um, has resumed in in-person events. Uh, this update was sent to us on 6-12-2020. Partnership specialists resume in-person efforts in early June, working with over 370,000 partner, partner organizations and attending in-person events across the county where it is safe to do so. Um, over the past few months, CPEP outreach efforts have been largely com comprised by virtual engagement uh, to support stay-at-home orders and social distancing. Um, obviously, in, in uh, Washington State, this is going to be looking a little bit different depending on what phase uh, each county um, is in. Um, but we are definitely excited to announce that we have now been given the uh, go-ahead to start working with engagement with some of the uh, with some of our community partners. And so, if uh, this is a, a good um, uh, moment to announce to everyone listening that if there are any events or any any activities that are going to be happening in the, in the uh, upcoming weeks or months. Um, feel free to reach out to myself, to Nancy, or to um, any partnership specialists uh, working with the Census Bureau that you are in contact with to, to invite them to be a part of, uh, of your census engagement. Yeah, this one's definitely a, uh, an exciting one because uh, there's several uh, community uh, communities across the state that really do um, respond well with that type of in-person outreach. Um, and so I think once uh, we start really rolling out these face-to-face -face, uh, uh, community um, outreach events, we're going to start really seeing some of our numbers move um, and grow. I know that just this weekend, uh, Saturday in Spokane, there was a huge census event. Um, the commission was one of the partners supporting the, the, the event, but there was lots of other ones. It was being led by the um, Spokane uh, CCC. Um, among any uh, many other partners and so from what I'm hearing it was a great success there was a lot of people that came out and and uh, so these are the type of things that we're excited to see uh, <clears throat> take place and roll out and again 
just like we said if if you guys know of some um activities going on in your community and you're in the face where it's allowed let us know um if you need partners to go out and help do the census outreach we're more than happy to connect you with the right with the right partners we're ready to move on to our next update Luis. Okay, uh, so the next update that I have is regarding the Mobile Questionnaire Assistance Program. Again, this is also uh, another initiative that uh, had to be put on the back burner because of uh, the restrictions uh, in part with the stay-at-home orders. Uh, so the Census Bureau's Mobile Questionnaire Assistance Program is being modified to reflect the current environment. Uh, we anticipate that the MQA staff will be able to resume offering in-person questionnaire response assistance in selected areas based on current health conditions. Uh, this, program's, this program will also add to its portfolio of activities to include uh, direct outreach efforts with the, within the lowest responding neighborhoods throughout the nation. Uh, all Census Bureau staff involved in MQAs will follow local guidelines with respect to PPE and social distancing. I'm excited to see how it rolls out. And Luis, if you want to continue sharing updates, please do so. Okay, the Census Bureau will continue its communication campaign through October 2020, uh, the end of the 2020 uh, Census data collection operations. Um, so the Census Bureau has uh, adapted the communication campaign and launched a series of new advertisements aimed at increasing online response to the 2020 census uh, while much of the nation remains at home uh, practicing social distancing. Uh, additional paid media is planned for July, August, and September. Um, the expected advertising campaign reaches uh, reaches new audiences in 33 languages, raise, raising the total to 45 non-English languages receiving some level of paid media support. The expanded, language, expanded languages will receive some combination of pay, paid search, print, or digital advertisements. Uh, in addition, the Census Bureau expand, expanded the list of media vendors to increase Census Bureau reach of historically undercounted populations through paid advertisement on digital, print, television, and radio platforms. One of the areas where we've uh, really spent time and money is uh, really trying to be intentional about capturing as much advertising in radio and print, live TV, to try to help um, our community uh, get motivated to respond to the census. So I'm so happy um, to hear that we're going to have um, over 45 non-English languages receiving some level of uh, paid media support. Again, we're hoping that this type of activity um, continues to raise awareness about the census and that for those uh, community members that are, are still hesitant about taking the census eventually after hearing it so many times, they feel comfortable enough to take the census. Okay, Lise, is there anything else you wanted to add? Yeah, I think uh, with being able to provide some of these updates, I definitely want to include on here that the updates of uh, to operations outlined above all incorporate the latest federal, state, and local guidelines regarding PPE and regulations. Uh, for the safety of our staff and public, the Census Bureau has ordered PPE for all field staff, including those that work in the field offices. Uh, these materials will be secured and provided to staff operation, uh, as operations begin. Uh, Census Bureau will will follow the local health uh, official guidelines when wearing PPE. And I think this is important for me to include on here because um, as uh, many of you guys know, uh, um, and I mentioned earlier before that a lot of different counties within Washington state are uh, in different phases of reopening. And so it could potentially mean that some of these uh, uh, um, initiatives that are maybe happening in some of the counties may not be happening in other counties based off of uh, 
the um, the phase that that particular county may be in. Um, one great example of it is I had somebody reach out to me uh, last week regarding an event that was happening in King County. Um, unfortunately, uh, when this person reached out to me, the um, uh, the announcement for the uh, procedure for uh, King County to move into phase two had not been in effect and had not been announced. So that meant that uh, we could not participate in this particular event because uh, of our guidelines um, uh, needing us to ensure that we follow uh, local and state um, guidelines. And so I think that's something for people to definitely keep in mind when um, as soon as we start uh, moving into some of these other uh, operations that it could potentially look different depending on what phase your county is in. Everybody has to be wearing face masks. So uh, it's super important to just keep in mind depending where you are, um, things that we need to consider are the face that the, that, that area is in or that county is in um, and that we have to um, follow regulations set by state. Uh, so um, thank you for sharing all that information, Luis. We will keep you guys updated as we uh, learn of events that are happening, um, where they're happening and, and what are the rules that we have to follow in order to be uh, uh, complying with everything. We wanna make sure everybody stays healthy that everybody's practicing social distancing protocols. Um, and again, we wanna make sure that we're supporting community and that we're there to, to make sure that you make yourself count. But we just have all these other things that we do need to consider and be mindful of and, and make sure that we lead by example. Any other final thoughts, Luis? No, that's all I have. And uh, I'm really excited of all of these updates as, uh, as uh, different states uh, and uh, counties are moving into different phases of, of reopening. This is only the beginning of, of the census getting back uh, to where they left off before uh, the the closure uh, due, to, due to COVID-19. So I'm excited to be able to provide some more updates for you guys um, in the next couple of weeks as uh, we continue to update our initiatives. Really important that everybody gets counted. Really important that we make sure that we have the right information in hand so we can feel empowered to to take the census. Um, again, thank you, Lise, for uh, sharing your time and all your precious information with us. We will be with you guys once again in two weeks. Thank you for coming, Lise. No, thank you for having me.